0: The book, this here is a lesson for believers, OK? And when we, what this country has done is separated us so many divisions, we don't even know who we are. There's just too many divisions. You see, it's, I don't care about what you're doing, who this, not We're talking about you being a Christian, mm-hmm. you see? And if you've been a Christian, you, you, we are sick. We've got problems. And I, we don't have some of the, we've been having a lot of visitors come in. They're not here today. But what I'd like to tell them: You don't want to join this church unless you've been messed up right. and, and messed on, and you need some work done in your life. Because there's no little U's and big eyes, big eyes, little U's. We all got some situations, some circumstances that we need to work on. Isn't that right? And if we would get that kind of thing, we would quit finger pointing at other folks' issues. There's a thing that I learned from a friend of mine: that If you want to have a good life. OK, listen to what I'm saying is, take six months to mind your own business and six months to stay out of everybody else's. If you get that, you'll have a much better life, OK? Now, but I'm talking as believers. I'm not talking about separate groups. I'm talking about Christian folks, church folks today, OK? One of the things that we have to be careful of is your environment. And I'm talking about negative and positive stuff here. Your environment, if you're not, you can get caught up into your environment and uh, it can take you someplace you don't want to go. It's like a lot of young people are really good at high school when they go to church with their parents, you know? They get drugged, drugged to church by their parents, you know? And then they go to college and get real drugged. Right? You see what I'm saying? Because they get in what? The wrong environment. And it's very, I mean, the environment you're in is very, very, very powerful. All right? if even in sports, we understand that certain environments, uh, uh, certain teams, let's just do this. My favorite team, I've always been a Yankee guy. all right. And the reason that I like the Yankees is that they've always had a discipline that no other teams have. You, you know, you can't play for the Yankees and have a beard. You know that, right? You have to be clean clean shaved to play for the Yankees. And I like that kind of discipline. And we've had some players in Kansas City Royals years ago that were fairly good, and they got traded to the Yankees, and they became stars. Because once you put the pinstripes on, okay, you put those pinstripes on, then it's a different environment. You see, you have to live at a different level. And so it's like, uh, even in the business world, there are certain places you can go that you have to dress right, talk right, to be in that environment. right? Successful people, once they get a a mindset, they're strong enough to keep that mindset that they don't allow the environment change their life. Does that that make sense? It's kind of like the scripture says, if you raise a child in the way a child should go, a child should go in a mini days they will return. That's the scripture. Well, you know what that means, don't they? it? They're going to leave. <laughs> that's what it says, that's scripture, that ain't me talking. So the scripture's letting you know, you just do your part. You raise that child, and that child may leave and get in a little trouble, do what they got to do. But then they have a place to go to, back from what they've learned. Well, that can be for grown folks, too. So, but see, And the reason that they may go and change is because, when that child leaves, they can get in and be influenced by a different environment. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, what we want to talk about, but this is all of us. It doesn't matter what how old you are, even to this day. At uh, 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 there's a couple of us. It's going to be 77. One in July and one in June. I'll beat you though, because I'm in June 21st. I <laughs> And so, and uh, and what we've done is now y'all ain't gonna laugh at this part. I look at her, and I don't want to embarrass her, so I'll give her a name to what I'm talking about. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to be 77, looks great. I'm getting ready to be 77, looking great. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going someplace with this. We're trying to create an environment that age has nothing to do with how you're supposed to be looking. Yes, That's on you. You see, so if you're in, in an environment where with elderly, that's what they call us people now, that has a lot of energy, then you have a lot of energy. But if you get in an environment with old folks, you'll be an old person. So we create an environment over here for some, you see. I'm laughing and making a joke because I want you to get it. Watch your environment. Be careful who you're around. Because if you're not careful, listen to me, never forget this. Some people's weakness is stronger than your strength. And so you have to be very careful where you go. This is an individual thing, not a a two-way thing here. So Paul warns us. I I love this scripture. They use this scripture too much just when it's just for marriage. But this is a lifestyle. In 2 Corinthians 6, 4 and 14, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. So what he's talking about is he's talking about what people believe. Mm-hmm. See, if you're not too, if you're not careful, and you get with unbelievers, the next thing you're doing is acting like they act. Right. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. And see, for what does fellowship with righteousness have with unrighteousness? He's talking about your spiritual beliefs, mm-hmm. your spiritual beliefs. What is unrighteousness got to do with righteous? He's talking about individuals' spiritual beliefs. Okay, Mm -hmm. And this is what, and he says, and what communion has light and darkness? They don't work together. You see? So we need to understand that. The worst place, now this is for me. The reason I don't like, I have a lot of friends. Listen to me. Now this is me. Don't y'all try this. I have a lot of friends that are unbelievers that respect me because of who I am. And they know that when they with me, that there's a certain way I act. And they got to act. Uh... See, it doesn't mean. See, the, the Bible says, you see, we in the world, yes, sir. but we don't have to be of the world. Yes, you see? You understand that? Yes. And so I have friends that are unbelievers because I'm strong enough now, OK, that their environment doesn't attract me to come into their environment My environment attracts them to come to where I'm at. But Paul is telling us this because he wants us to understand the importance of the people we're around. All right? Now, I could say this because I'm going different than what's written down here. I'm going to come down here so you can hear me clearly. Uh, This, to some people, what I'm getting ready to say is offensive, and they would say, it's not nothing bad. They would say, Pastor Fields is so arrogant. And self centered, and I would do it like this if I was someplace. Say, y'all wanna see greatness? You're looking at it. <laughs> All right? Now, I'm gonna go someplace with this. Can I prove this in the scripture? Yes, I can. Because greater is he that is in me than he's in the world. And the Bible says, greater is he that is in he, well, let's do, or she, who is in the world. So that means that God has planted what? A seed of greatness in you. So you have that seed of greatness in you. Everybody's got, if you're a Christian born again, you have a seed of greatness in you. The problem is you have to be careful because the environment you're in can cause that to lay dormant. Am I doing all right? You see, and, and I'm talking about as an individual. I guarantee you in here, don't get say, I ain't mad at you, Pastor. Some of you all are, are living beneath your means. You see, you're bigger, you're bigger and better than what you're living. You see, but you're living in that environment that says that you, because whatever people say, you ain't supposed to be. Then you're getting caught up into that, and you think that I can't be this because I'm bad. But if you're born there, you can be born. You don't have all of us are still struggling with some things in our lives that we need to get over. But see, the key to it is, I want to be in an environment where. I can have greatness, and the people understand greatness and we work together, because now that we know we have the seed of greatness in us, then we're going to support each other and help each other reach their full potential. Does that make sense what I'm talking about here? You see, one thing about, and I like to say,s we're going to get into that. There are certain things in the church that we've turned over to the church, and I tell people, y'all praying too much. And they'll look at me like you're praying. I, don't, I, I praise a lot. I don't do a lot of praying. Well, if God has planted the seed of greatness in me, why am I asking him to do something he's already given me the tools to do? That makes no sense to me. Are you with me? You see? Now, wait a minute. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, right? That's what the Bible says, not what I'm saying. So why am I praying for God to move Satan? I don't have to pray for God to move Satan because greater is he that's in me, he's in the world. Get out of here. You got the power to tell him to get up out of here. You see, because God has planted his spirit in you, and, uh, which is the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is greater than Satan. So some of you ought to tell that lie. Some of them, oh, you know, I'd have been to church, but that old devil got in me. Well, the devil ain't supposed to get in you unless you give him room. You see? Some folks like a hotel got too many rooms, all right? <laughs> you see, you ain't supposed to give him room, right? You understand what I'm saying? You see, because, wait a minute, I'm, I'm not unequally yoked with non-believers. So if I'm not unequally yoked with non-believers, what? Listen to me. You insecure people up in here. If you believe that you've been born again, and you say born again, right, then greater is heat is in you than heat is in the world. So why are you listening to somebody telling you who you ain't? That don't make no sense to me at all. And some people are worried about how they look, and how they dress, and this and that. And you let where, where, let me tell you, greatness, the seed of greatness, huh? It doesn't matter what your zip code is. I Ain't got nothing to do with it. It's who's in you, not where you live. Do you understand? And so we here at Christ Temple we don't deal with insecurities because we what kind of people? We great people. Why are we great people? Because God said so. It says, "Greater is He, greater is She." This in this he this in the world. So why? So so now you need to take the authority of the greatness of the seed that's planted in you and do what God says that you are capable to do. Guess what else He said? And ye shall do greater things. Jesus said that. Jesus said you should do greater things than I. Now, he said that. So, hey, I'm, I'm into that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? If you read the New Testament and read about the things Jesus said, and then he's up here saying, once you get that seed of greatness in you, that you're going to do greater things than he, that's in your Bible. That's not me talking. But the problem of it is, anytime you have a seed, okay, the seed won't grow unless you fertilize it. Come on, country folks. Y'all know what I'm talking about up in here. Yeah, the seed won't grow unless you fertilize it. Well, you fertilize it with what? God's word. Once you fertilize this with God's word, then you grow. Right? Right. And you become, that seed of greatness comes up, and you become great, and somebody can say you ugly, and you look at them and say, I got you ugly. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Because it doesn't affect you, right? Because you know who you are and whose you are. And you, you, yes, you do. And you know your purpose. There's not a person sitting in here this morning that God, you say that God has not put the seed of greatness in you. If it, he did, unless it's, hey, be the believe it all or none of it. Believe it all or none of it. And so the problem of it is some of you in here have got unequally yoked together with non-believers, and you've allowed those non-believers to influence you more than what the gospel says who you are. You see? I've never understood, stay with me, go up here, I've never understood, I see, I'm going to talk to the women, I've never understood women have it together. Have it together, smartness, and get with some ignorant somebody and listen to what they say about you. And you're walking around like this. Well, maybe he's right. No. You better go somewhere. Because this is greatness you're looking at. You see? You understand? So, but say, so that's why the Bible says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship is righteousness, do to unrighteousness. And what communion has light and darkness? It doesn't work. People in darkness, can you see anything in darkness? Say no. And you're walking in the light, right? right? So, why are you hanging with somebody in darkness that can't see you know how? What kind of sense does that make? All right, are you with me? I'm going a whole different way than it's on this paper. You got it? Yep. You see, but I just feel like going this kind of way. You know, I, people look at me sometimes and they say, Pastor's just hardcore. No, Pastor's not hardcore. I'm trying to get you to live the way God created you to live. You see, there's two men, and in the church, and sometimes, sometimes the worst beating a human being can get is in the church. That's why some folk don't go to the church. You see, there are people who people think that you got to be a certain way to come to church. No, you just got to find a way to the church. You see, and you ought to be accepted, right? Because we all got issues, right? But, but we're growing, isn't it right? We're we growing. So we, we want, and we look at this. Now listen to what I'm saying. Do not develop partnership. You can read that now, OK?
1: Yes, the, the voice. voice. <laughs> from the voice. Don't develop partnerships with those who are not followers of Jesus' teaching.
0: You see, I'm not, now, like, I'm gonna say hey to you. What's up? But we, ain't, we can't be partners because we, ain't, we got two different teachers. See, my teaching says that I'm great. Your teaching, you're struggling. So we can't be partners. We can't be in part. And one of the things you need to treat your, your children is uh, that they need to be careful who they have partnership with you. Well, you just don't know and understand. Yeah, I do. I'm trying to keep you from the non-believers. Because see, when you first plant a seed, and it grows, it's a little tender. And you have to be very careful, or the weeds will overtake it. All right?
1: For what real connection can exist between righteousness and rebellion?
0: See, and you know, the the world's got some people that rebel. We rebel against everything now. I don't know what's right, what's wrong. We mad at somebody. It's amazing to me that we pick at groups. You see, this group here, we don't like them because they this, and this group here. No, a righteous person, a person that is a righteous person that knows Christ. Is always ready to help somebody find the greatness in them, yes, sir. period. Okay. All right?
1: And again, how can light participate in darkness? Right.
0: People are living in darkness, we participate in it. Do you know something that's not alive when somebody tells you that? I don't know. They ain't lying. They don't know. Well, yeah, you do. No, I don't. The reason they don't is because they're living in the darkness. You in the light. Right, right. It's going to be two things, one or the other. You're going to walk in their darkness or they're going to walk in your light. Right. You see? Let me tell you something. It, especially there's young people in here. And the rest of you got your young people back here. You need to talk about this today. What Pastor talked about. Your job is to help them to find who they are in Christ. Amen. That's your job. It's to help them to find who they are in Christ. And then when you tell them that you shouldn't hang around certain people, you need to explain it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, some of us come from the days, the old folks, you say, because I said so. Right. That, that never works. No. <laughs> you tell me why I should not right. walk within or deal with those. But I like them. But it's not good. For, there's a lot of things I like that's not good for me. Right. And I ain't the only one. Man, you, when you start talking like that, folks get quiet. Yes. I'm the only person in here that likes some stuff that ain't good for them. Wow. No, I'm with you. And I thought I had greatness. Y'all really great. <laughs> All right, here we go. And we can skip around if we have to or go back to King James, and I'll finish it up and, uh, with Corinthians. All Second. right.
1: So we'll do verse 14 from the message. And again, it says, don't become partners with those who reject God.
0: So we can't become partners with those who reject God. Because, see, I'm telling you, some people's weakness is stronger than your strength. And they can can influence you to the point that you will reject God because, see, see, Satan's smart. You see? Okay.
1: How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong?
0: You can't make a partnership. How many people, let me do it this way, how many people are incarcerated now that are good people within in their own car? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Happens all the time. Yes. Yes. Happens all the time. Just one time, there was a basketball player, I can't think of his name, that just done coke once. Len Bias, one of the greatest guys, incredible ball player. We had a great career. Listen to me. He, had a, he would have had a great career. He would have helped three or four generations, because you get millions of dollars when you can play like him. And one time at a party, got too much coke and his heart exploded. One time. Guess who he was with? He was with those people over there that lived that lifestyle. And that lifestyle didn't fit him. There's been many a time, Okay. We have experienced it in our household. My stepson, Sister Gwen's son. Was in Minnesota, so I guess it was in oh, Michigan. Lansing, Michigan. And I'm telling the story so you all can get it and you talk to your children. Lansing, Michigan, with three other guys. These three other guys went out and brought, two other guys, I think, two other guys went out and brought some girls to the apartment. Okay? Mm-hmm. 30 years ago. When they brought the girls to the apartment, uh, they took them back, and the police stopped them when the girls got out. And the police said, either you all are prostituting, or these guys kidnapped you and raped you. True story. All right? There were white girls 40 years ago or more, all right? In Michigan, Lansing. They got him to jail. He had to go look at me and listen to me, young people. They wrote that he had nothing to do with it. You could even look it up. They wrote that he had nothing to do with it. It was the other two guys. He went to court to the judge. The judge gave him 20 to 40 years. He'd done 22 years in Lansing Prison because he was there. True story. So we know what we're talking about here. You can be, let me tell you, young people that you can have 10 people in a car. Or bus or a party. Ten. One good one, nine bad ones. Somebody goes by a drive-by shooting, it always hits the good one. You hear it all the time. It's that environment. It's that environment. We can't fellowship. We can say, hey, what's up? We talk. But I can't hang with you. Because if I hang with you, whatever happens to you happens to me, even though I wasn't involved in it. Are so y'all with me? This is a life lesson. This is what grandparents need to talk to their children, and parents need to talk to their children, and we need to talk to each other because we're not above it. Amen. All right?
1: Amen. Again, how can you make a partnership out of right and wrong?
0: You can't have a partnership out of right and wrong. You're either going to be on the right side or the wrong side. There ain't no gray. There ain't nothing in the middle. My friends used to say about me, one thing about Johnny, he ain't, ain't, ain't no middle with him, ain't no grayers. He's either out there or over here. Mm -hmm. When I was over here, I was over there. Thank God he got me from over there and put me over here, but I still went through all that stuff as a young person, all right? Mm -hmm. All right.
1: Then it says, that's not partnership, that's war. That's
0: war. and That's war, because sometimes, let me tell you, in your spirit, when someone negative says something to you and you keep fellowshipping with those people, it becomes a war in your spirit. Yeah, well, I can just do this once. It won't, it'll never happen to me. And that war, and this is over here telling no, you, do the right thing. This is over here telling you the wrong thing. This is over here telling you, well, you deserve, you've been, you've been a good person. A little of this won't hurt you. A little of that won't hurt you. Mama and don't, daddy don't know what they're talking about. Yes, yeah, that preacher's just talking. All they want is your money. That's why we don't take an offering in here because you can't tell that a lie. But so here's the, it's, it's, we don't like mad money, all right? So here's, what, so here's what, that's why we don't take up an offering in here, that's right? They never took up water here because we don't want Satan having to argue. If you don't want to put nothing there, go out of there. We only want glad money. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot, of, we've taken every excuse out of this church so that, you know, the devil say, well, you know, they're in church all day. We are here an hour, maybe 10 minutes. So, you, you know, I got to watch the game. Pastor said it, that we start at 10, you out here at 11.15, you got time to go home, the game comes on at 12 o'clock, and kickoff is at 12.05, I know that. But it is, you see, you see, so there, there, there's no excuse. And the reason I do that, because I don't want you sitting in these pews warring <laughs> of what's going on, because I don't care who you are. It's, it's, it's a war. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see? So, so am I doing all right? And it's for all of us. Teach your children and your grandchildren yourself. Environment. But don't just tell them that because I say so. Sit down with the Bible and tell them that they don't need to be around people who are legally yoked. You all got all this stuff on and show them how many people have lost their life. There are some good people incarcerated because they made the mistake to be around the folks that are non-believers. All right?
1: 15 from the message says, Is light best friends with dark? Does Christ go strolling with the devil?
0: You ain't never seen Jesus holding hands with the devil. Now I know there's some people that held hands with the devil. That's how to know. I was the devil and he was walking with me before I got saved. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. See, I, I wasn't born saved. Yeah, so I know that's for real. Some am I the only one that's gonna be honest with what I'm talking about in here? You see, you ain't never seen Jesus holding hands with the strolling with the devil, but some of us in here that will be honest will say we know because at one time we were one of the devil's advocates. Yes. Yes. And we had people strolling. Yes. And we were walking hand in hand yes. with the devil, and someone's walking hand in hand with us than before we were saved. And we had the devil in us.
1: That's right.
0: You see, and the only people that get mad about this message is those who got the devil in them and the devil.
1: That's
0: why you don't want to be unequally yoked. Unequally yoked. That young basketball superstar, if he'd had the right people around him, he'd have been alive today. But sometimes the people that are unequally yoked for you, those people are jealous of you. And they'll do things to bring you down where they're at. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. You
0: see? Women, you all know that. I won't use the word. When you start getting yourself together and looking good, you become that other thing with that guy down here. Mm-hmm. He can't reach you, so he tries to drag you down to where he's at. Is that the truth? Yes. All right. All right. All right.
1: At the end of verse 15 from the message, it says, do trust and mistrust hold hands?
0: Do trust and mistrust hold hands? Mm -hmm. I don't trust you, man. So we can't walk together. Young ladies, I have never understood why you would trust an untrustworthy person Mm -hmm. with yourself young men, I would never understand why you haven't developed the character that you need, that you're not unworthy, that you are worthy to walk with the Christian girl. Right.
1: Hmm.
0: Let's just drop on down to the other one here, because i have 30 minutes. Thank you. You all know. When I say thank you, some people don't know that. They do this when I'm at 30 minutes. And I, I, I don't want to be too long, because folks, will, you, ever, you ever go to a buffet? And at first, the food tastes good. And then you started just eating because of the buffet and you get an That's why I don't speak long. I don't want to make your stomach upset. So here's what we want to do. Don't pardon us. Just go right over to the second page and I'll finish it up. OK.
1: So we are at verse 16. Who would think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple?
0: Where's God's holy temple at? It ain't here. Who's the temple of the Holy Ghost? You see? Folks, folks will tell me uh, all the time, said, I'm going. Now, we call this Christ temple because we had to put something out there. But uh, this is the temple
1: yeah. right here. Yes. That's right. Yes.
0: What you got inside? Mm-hmm. Come on. How many items you got inside you? Well,
1: come
0: on. Ask yourself that. All right? All right.
1: But that is exactly what we are each of us a temple in whom God lives.
0: You're a temple of whom God lives. Why would you bring anything in yourself to defile him? It bothers me sometimes that we don't take care of our physical fitness. God ain't looking for no church. He's looking for a temple. Looking for us. He wants to live inside us. Amen. Alright?
1: And God Himself put it this way: I'll live in them, move into them, I'll be their God, and they'll be my people.
0: God wants to move into your life.
1: Yes.
0: He wants to move into your temple. Isn't that powerful? Yes, it is. That God loves you so much. Yes. He wants to live inside you. Yes. That's why he wants to live inside you. Yes. Okay.
1: And in verse 17, so leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good, God. To to leave what? Leave the corruption and compromise.
0: Leave the corruption and compromise. Listen to me. When you have to compromise, that means you're dropping yourself down. Do not compromise yourself. I am a seed of greatness in me. That means I have greatness. I'm not going to compromise. Wow. When you walk out of here today, you need to think about it. Some of you, the best people who come to church, you don't know what you're blessed have got the furthest place to drive because you can talk about what you just heard. Mm-hmm. What are you compromising with?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Talk to your children about it. Read that statement again because I want to make sure we get it clear.
1: Yep. So leave the corruption and compromise. I'm
0: gonna leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good. Mm-hmm. Say if God does, leave it for good. That's yes. right. Guess what? Have a funeral. Yes. I'm burying mm-hmm. corruption mm-hmm. and compromise. Mm-hmm. I'll see you next Memorial Day. Make sure you still did. <laughs> but I'm burying you. I'm burying corruption and compromise. I will never allow corruption to come in my life, and I will not compromise. Mm-hmm. You see? Yes. And we need to get real with this when we talk about it, compromise because Satan's slick. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, See, I, there was a time, you know, y'all know I like to talk. Mm-hmm. People listen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, I told y'all, back in the day, I thought I was a player. Because <laughs> they been listen to me because I had the gift. It wasn't anointed, but I had a gift of talk. You see, and I opened the Bible said I was a whore monger, but I, you know, I'm, I didn't know that. No, that's what it said. Some of y'all are in the wrong church. What is it say in here? That's what I was. i tell you what ain't funny. That I know a lot of young girls compromised. That's why you got to watch out. This thing is real. You got to leave corruption and compromise. There's some of y'all here because of one time. Somebody compromised.
1: I'm going
0: to go on and say because I didn't get enough amen. Some of you got people. You love your children, but you're compromised. Teach your sons and your daughters never to compromise. Some of you lost the people. Some people, some of you lost your way to success, because you're compromised.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Then God says, don't link up with those who will pollute you. Uh-huh. I want Whoa. you all for myself.
0: Read that again. Mm-hmm. God says he don't want no secondhand lover. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's right. He don't want to be no part-time lover. That's what that means. That's what it means. This is in here. Read it. Read it again, because folks think I wrote it. I should have, <laughs> but the folks think I wrote that, right?
1: Don't link up with those who will pollute
0: you. So those people who will pollute you. Mm-hmm. Don't would. hook up with people that will pollute you. And that can be on your job as an adult yes. with gossip and backbiting and undermining. But I'm not going to hook up with people that pollute. I don't even listen to people that's going to say negative things in my head. I'm not oh. dealing with that. No. I don't care if it's a family member or whoever it is. You, no. You see? And see the devil will send people to pollute your head. Your spirit and your heart. So don't 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 hook up with those people. Everybody that says something good about you don't mean it. They're trying to hook up. Okay. Here we go.
1: And again, he says, "I want you all for myself."
0: God says He wants you for who? For, himself. for who? For himself. You know what that means? He don't want to be your part-time lover. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants you for Himself. That's right. You only got about five more minutes. You all right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. And, in verse, and polluted. We're gonna do. We're gonna do these two words here before we get through, right? Yes. Okay.
1: And in verse eighteen. I'll be a father to you, and you'll be my sons and daughters to me. The that's, word of the master God.
0: God. That's what God wants to be. Never say, well, I don't want to be alone. You must not be a Christian. Because a Christian can't be alone. Because a Christian has a father. And sometimes there may be some good fathers in here. Sometimes a good father will keep you away f- from the wrong things to protect you. So some of the things you're praying for, God, the Heavenly Father, said no. That'll make you compromise. Look, all right. All, right. Yes. Okay. all right.
1: Now 2 Corinthians 7, verse 1, first from the message and then amplified. With promises like this to pull us on, dear now, friends.
0: Now listen, what was the promise? Greater is he that is in you than in he that is in the world. Yes. Seed of greatness. What is the promise? He wants to live in you. Yes. Mm-hmm. With this kind of promise? Mm-hmm. And who wants to find mean, this incredible? Mm-hmm. Keep going.
1: Let's make a clean break with everything that defiles or distracts us. So we
0: need to get, make a clean break right. in anything that defiles or distracts us because that's what Satan does. He wants to defile you. He wants to distract you. And remember, people are looking for the devil. No, you could be sitting beside him. The devil, does God use people? Listen this way. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means God has planted the seed of what? Satan's got some seeds that he wants to plant in you to choke out that seed of greatness. All right.
1: mm-hmm. And that is both within and without. Do what? Both within and without.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Let's make our entire lives fit in holy temples for the worship of God.
0: This is what your temple is. One of the things that bothers me sometimes and I see praise and worship, they're, rank, they're working hard praise and worship. Let me tell you, there's only four things God asks of you. Praise him. Mm -hmm. And don't be getting all mad. Worship him. Mm -hmm. Be obedient. Tithe offering. That's all he has of you. That's all he wants from you. So quit being late to church. Get in here and praise and worship God.
1: All right.
0: And don't say I ain't coming back because Pastor made me mad.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right.
0: Only dolls and the devil get mad. All right, come on.
1: And now from the amplified. Here we go. Therefore, since we have these great and wonderful promises... And the great and
0: wonderful promises. Mm -hmm. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus says, I come. That's a promise. Mm -hmm. That's a promise. All right, here we go.
1: Let us cleanse ourselves from everything that contaminates... And, And that
0: ain't on God, is it? The Bible said, let us... Cleanse ourselves of everything that does what? It contaminates. contaminates the body and the spirit. And contaminate means to what? To taint, to pollute, and to defile, or to make impure or unclean. Mm-hmm. That's on us. That's right. All right?
1: Completing holiness, living in a consecrated life.
0: And that's what he wants us to do, to live a consecrated life because you are a temple. There are people that won't do things in the church because they call it the church temple, but they'll do it in their house.
1: Well, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right.
0: some people need to you need to vacuum your life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Get get some some clean up clean up that polluted stuff that you've allowed somebody to put in your life. It's defiling your life. Get rid of it. God wants, to, wants you to live a consecrated life, a life set apart for God's purpose. He wants to use everybody in here for a purpose. You ain't too old. You, you're not too anything that God can't use you. Quit. God can use you. I don't care what your condition, your condition is in, God can still use you. We fear God. That's right. You are great this morning. Greater than he Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Yeah. Saying man, Jesus says. Oh, You can do greater things than him. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sitting in here. I don't care where you come from, where you at, and what you're struggling with in your life. That seed of greatness is in you. Yeah. When you took Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and repented of your sins, and you'll still struggle, I don't care who you are, repented of your sins and asked him to forgive you, he saved you, but you still got to do the work here. Salvation is free, but here's work. So who in here is great? Who? I, I can do all do things. All things through Christ, Christ strengthens me. Which strengthens me. I walk as Christ. I walk
1: as Christ. I think as Christ. I think as Christ. I
0: have the Spirit of Christ within me. I have the Spirit of Christ within me. So therefore, so therefore I can do all things, all things. Christ, through Christ would strengthen me. Now give Christ a hand clap. Alright? Alright, that's it.